Back to the Deep End with Reagan and Madison on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Deep End. I am Harrison Arns running the board. Uh, that's Madison CC. Uh, across the table from me. And again, if you guys want to join the conversation, Sutter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. We kind of left the last segment uh, talking about books quite a bit. Uh, we had the listeners chime in as well. Uh, so that's great. We also had a listener during uh, the show come in. Um, as always, appreciate when he stops in. Uh, again, appreciate you guys listening. And we'll probably dive into Big Tens here a little bit. Um, apparently, there's some interesting fans there as well. Kind of curious <laughs> about that. We'll talk about that. Um, so where do you kind of want to start? You want to start at the beginning of Big Tens? You want to start in the middle or just a moment? We, we can start from the beginning. Yeah, okay. Chronological timeline. Yeah, you walk in and you're like, wow, this is going to be a tight fit. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I had never been to the pool. Before. Me neither. Okay, also it was Michigan yes. and Arbor mm-hmm. on campus. Um, we've never been to Michigan, never been to the oh, pool. Oh, that was both your guys' first time yes. in Michigan. Yes. And Re- But Reagan, she's not here today, but she's been to Michigan before, right, too, hasn't she? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't. I That's weird. I, I'm surprised none of you guys have been there yet. I think I, they cycle through like every six years or so. Yeah. So. Oh, it's that big of a cycle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you continue your story. That surprised me, though. I figured you guys have been to Michigan's pool already. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's like a very historically significant pool. It's a very mm-hmm. fast pool. Um. So, yeah. But, like, I think it's more of like a, like, I think they had like a pro series there. They did. One time. Yeah. One of the, one of the stops for the mm. pro series was there. I'm gonna look when it was built. I'm curious. It's like I mean the campus was really pretty and I like how all it all matched because it was all brick and stuff like matching like the big house or like their football stadium and stuff and it was like pretty close to it. They also had I was uh, driving my mom came and so we were driving to um, grab chocolate milk one day and we got a little lost. To that's an understatement. We got very lost. Um, but as we were driving around, the honestly it felt like the whole campus. Um, I saw that on their giant football screen. Like on the sc- like on the field, they were advertising Big Tens. So I was oh. like, "Oh, that's kind of cool of them to do." Like it was like huge. I could see it from we were probably like two blocks away. So mm-hmm. yeah, could you guys guess yeah. how old you think that building is? It has been renovated once, so keep mm-hmm. that in mind. Um, well, I have an educated guess because Pat, our assistant coach, actually swam there when he was in college. So I'm gonna have to guess like I think he swam there as a kid too. So I'm gonna have to guess like in seventies. No, it's not that old. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say older. I was like, oh man. No, no, you're, you're. Uh, it's not as old as you'd think. So early two thousand. Eighty-two. You're getting closer. Eighty-eight. Nineteen eighty-eight. Renovated mm-hmm. and upgraded in nineteen ninety-eight. Oh wow. So okay. it is a little bit of older building, but not that, not too old. And it's been upgraded, but I mean, it's it's been about twenty-five years since the last upgrade. So I feel like that's most of the Big Ten pools though i mean that's such a big investment to make yeah to like fix those and most of the time you probably just have to start fresh Mm -hmm. like with your guys's pool you think if you're like could they revamp that or is that something they just have to like start fresh they would have to knock down an entire wall and redo the entire foundation of the most center part of devani yeah i don't know yeah it does need to be done though that's the problem you know what i mean yes and i think that they would have to I think the only way for them to build a new pool would for them to make a brand new rec center. Which also 
could be needed. Like the rec center compared to some other Big Ten rec centers is not. I think yeah. Sparkles put it in the game plan to win. Yeah. Like have it on paper and be like, at this year, this is going to be so outdated that no one will raise a fuss. Like that's kind of the way mm-hmm. to do it. Because I don't think it's too bad yet. The rec center to where you can maybe start that process. Because I don't think mm-hmm. it's like you said. There's definitely better schools. Yeah. But I feel like most schools wait for it to get like bad before they spend all that money because you're uh, just gonna get out out raced again eventually just kind of like what football's doing now like we'll be number one again in facilities but then wait 10 years someone else will build something cooler and then we'll be yeah yeah the cycle continues mm-hmm. but anyways you get to big tens michigan uh it's packed yes packed tiny deck space like we're talking like so they had the bleachers that were like two seat two two rows of bleachers mm-hmm. and they had that all the way around across the pool everyone got their own little section but there was only three schools that actually had a section in front of the racing pool. So for us, since we were on the other side of the pool, we were down by like the warm-up pool. Um, and then we had like a standing section because there wasn't enough room to actually put bleachers on that side. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. So yep. you only got bleachers on the one side and then it's a small little deck on the other? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so, and like even the space between the pool and the bleachers was really tiny. I'm looking at it. Like, it's one person yeah. can walk by at yeah. a time. You can't go side by side. Otherwise, someone's going to be slipping into the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the tiles itself were so slippery. Really? So slippery. Like you had to walk very slow unless or else you were going in the pool. So I don't know. I thought it was a very interesting choice of venue. <laughs> yeah. Big tens yeah is it like a six years rotate no matter what or six years they choose where it's going to be held i think it's like six years they choose where it's going to be held because it's not like we know where next year is going to be held kind of thing for that's, sure that's true otherwise we'd have them all listed out right now uh-huh but mm-hmm. i i know it's like every six years because pat was talking about how um in 20 you graduate yeah 2018 so like before her like high school grade class um came to college mm-hmm. it was at uh, michigan and um they wanted so they were playing like my house all the time because i played that song at practice one day and pat was like turn it off turn it off and because he didn't it was like bad memories for him but yeah. <laughs> so yeah um so yeah that was the pool uh traveling was smooth for the most part for the most part it was a it was a direct flight from from omaha to detroit but like our bus on the way to omaha did break down so we had to switch <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was a pretty good travel day for us yes even on the way back too yeah the way back was super smooth which i appreciated mm-hmm. um okay that's good th- good good travel yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so anyways get there it's tight <laughs> you're there. assessing the tiles the tiles are slick yes yeah. um also how does uh, real quick before we get out how do the warm-ups for something like that go when it's that packed mm. So, so since it's a long course pool, Mm -hmm. the actual, so think of like the long way of a rectangle, the racing part will go this way and then there's a bulkhead. Okay. And then the rest of the pool is like warm up lanes and it'll go this way at, so the, say the meet started at what? 10 o'clock? Yeah. Meet started at 10 o'clock. Pool will open at 730. 7.30. So you guys kind of taking turns because I can still imagine. Oh no! Everyone jumps in at the same time. Oh okay. It's a it's called open warm up and it's literally the best example of survival of the fittest. I was gonna say it seems chaotic. Yeah, like if you look up look up like a picture of swim meet warm ups, yeah. and you will see how crowded it is. Granted, for college it's a little bit better because 
people know what they're doing and so they continuously keep swimming and like they also kind of time out their warm-up so not everyone is jumping in right when 7 30 hits like some mm-hmm. people will wait to warm up later if their events are later in the meet but like when you when it was club swimming holy guacamole imagine like 30 kids in one lane swimming on top of each other it's mayhem it is mayhem it was the worst part um so yeah that's how warm-ups work and yeah i tried to find pictures and it just looks like a bunch of water splashing around <laughs> it just looks like chaos so. yeah 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 i mean it wasn't too bad because like there were kind of like scheduled out times like three like when the for, for at least like the first day we got here like before the meet started there was like three teams at like four and then three teams at 445 and then it kind of kept going and we were on like the last one and so we were good except one team decided to overstay their little time slot but besides that it was pretty good mm-hmm. um do you guys feel like you guys are good to go like after warm-ups though how were like yeah. jitters nerves like so how'd those first events pop off for you guys um <laughs> mine okay so mine was a 50 free and that one if you mess up anything it's just your race is not done but like it, it's a small window yeah. you got to be perfect like yeah so like little mistakes matter and um i just messed up my wall really bad so that one didn't go as well for me but i time trialed again at night and it was better so like not like a best time which is what i wanted but it was okay like bounce back from yeah. the first one at least yeah yeah i got out of that mindset yeah i mean that was probably i feel i'm kind of upset i'm upset that i messed it up because i had like that was probably the best mindset i ever had going into a meet beforehand so yeah so like i was ready to go and then that happened and that shook me a little but we got over it yeah my first event was the 2im and like before that (laughs) even like planning purposes it was already gonna be like okay like this one is just for fun like we trained for it yes but Mm -hmm. like it also wasn't like our main focus and so i did it (laughs) um i will never be a brush joker no matter how hard i try (laughs) uh so no like it was fun i mean the time wasn't where i was like for invite but like i thought it was like a good race to get out of the way first mm-hmm. um so yeah and i mean like you did that at that point you just gotta gotta move on and then like stand up and cheer for the other people and that's the biggest thing when it comes to conference is you standing up and cheering for people goes a lot farther than like your individual races yeah that makes sense and then ohio state would win it right yeah. yeah. They came away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys point, suspect that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, we, we talked about that. I think we were looking at Ohio State and then uh, who were the other schools you guys were kind of. Well, we completely forgot about Indiana for some reason, but. I thought we brought them at the end. Maybe we did miss them completely. That's... I think, yeah, I think they weren't even on the list. Oh, man. <laughs> sorry, Indiana. <laughs> no, sorry. We knew you were good. We did. We just. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then it was like Michigan and Wisconsin. Yep. After that. And like that's what it ended up being. Yeah. Pretty I much. Mean, at one point, Ohio State was fourth. I don't remember what at what day or what time it was, but I saw that and I was like, "Oh my gosh, maybe it'll happen!" And then all the sprinting events came, and they is that where they dominate their yeah. bread and butter the sprinting events? It's yeah. like st- stupid dominate kind of thing. Like they have four people in the A final, and then they're like, "Okay, the relays are a different story because there is some questionable." Oh yes, you want to explain that. I mean, okay, I don't remember, you'll have to tell me, like, the exact amount of who did what, but there were certain teams where, so, like, when you're coming in for a relay, mm-hmm. you're supposed to have the officials judge if there's any, like, false starts, like, people go, like, their feet leave before the other person's um, hand touches, but because it can get down to, like, 0.01 of a second, like, that's really risky, but, like, you could technically be okay still if that happened. Um, somebody invented a thing where they have it so that the touchpad and then the block, like, they have a thing on top of the block 
that measures when the person's foot leaves the like the top of it and so that way it shouldn't matter too much what the officials say and like because you have like you have legit elements of whether somebody like false started or not and there were two teams on a few different occasions that had like negative time like reactions so meaning that they false started because you're not supposed to go under 0.01 yeah if you have a negative time you left early yeah and so there's ones on like the results that say they have a negative time but because the officials didn't call it it didn't count or something. I, I don't know exactly how that worked. I just know that there is some questionable behavior. So the officials have to step in before it goes off. Otherwise, they can't overturn it. Uh, yeah. Like, I think it's, like, before the results posted. I think, too, it was also the way that the wedge was situated on the block. Like, mm. the wedge technically wasn't touching the pad on the block. So, like, like you have the block, and then it's, like, this, like, gray mat kind of mm-hmm. and then you have the wedge on top so i don't think i think the other problem too was that the wedge wasn't exactly touching the um the pad oh the okay I get what you're saying. so then like oh, might not might not have been able to give like proper readings yeah because when you do a relay start so okay we're getting technical so you have <laughs> when you do a regular start you have one foot in front of the other like this mm-hmm. just a flat start but when you do a relay start you put this foot behind the wedge and this foot's on top of the wedge so when you circle around you'll like step over the wedge. So mm-hmm. I think it was reading the time that when they took their back foot off, they're saying like, oh, they're leaving. Oh, really? Because they weren't touching the touch pad. But like still like 0.5, it does not take you 0.5 seconds to go like that. Okay. Does that make sense? It makes sense. The only thing is... That's like, how I interpreted what was happening. I heard somebody was putting their hands on the back of the block so that, that somebody thought that the hands... <gasps> what? Conspiracy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Okay, oh, again, this is man. all hearsay. I don't know any of this for sure. But I heard a rumor that somebody was putting their hands on the back of the block so that somebody, like, the they wouldn't catch it because somebody's hand would be on it. And so the, the, the thingy on the block would say that, think that the hand was yeah. a foot. So, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> man. It was... Anyway, is that just... like normal? Like, has that happened before where no. you've had two, two times? You said, yeah, there's two teams yeah. where it happened twice. Yeah, so there's yeah. just question marks. I've never seen that before. I don't huh. know. I mean, I mean, you know, the officials too have to be looking at each other like this isn't good. Well, okay. Here's the other thing. We had a girl. We're gonna talk about the hundred back. What was it? 100 oh, back? oh yes. the hundred back. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. okay, this one was bad. This one got me angry. So, so when you do a backstroke start, there's like a wedge, mm-hmm. and it's on like a lever, and you kind of pull it down underneath the surface of the water, and there's a lever. So you pull the lever, it loosens it, so you could adjust however you want, and you're supposed to push the lever back so it locks in place. Every backstroker knows that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, it's just common knowledge. That's how you use a backstroke. Like wedge. even I know it, and I'm not a backstroker. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And so they swim the hundred back. Uh, Gabby Donahue. Uh, she makes it into the finals. She's she. Uh, they take the top twenty four. She got twenty four. She made it in. We're like, yes, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. I won't say the team, but the there was another girl who declared she didn't lock the wedge properly, and so th- when she went on her start, she slipped off the wedge because the wedge moved as she was like jumping yeah, off she didn't her lock start. It. Yeah, and so like at that point. That's your own fault. You didn't you didn't put the wedge in properly. Her coach went up to the officials and declared that it was that, that she needed a reswim because it wasn't because it was out of her control. And the officials gave her the reswim. So she reswam it. 
bumped Gabby Donahue out uh, because she went faster. Qualified for the B final. So she also bumped out somebody from another team into the C final, which is a big deal. Like, oh, man. Those yes. points matter. And then she throws the race in final. She adds like three seconds to her seed time and gets last in the B final. Oh, man. Exactly. That one does got to hurt. Yeah. It'd be we, so Has that angry. happened before where someone's messed up the wedge like no. through well, your entire okay. career and they've gotten I've, a redo? I've seen somebody. So one of my former teammates, um, it's a guy. He swam for Cal. And so there's two types of these backstroke wedges. There's ones like this that have the lever that'll do it on their own. And then there's other ones that are like more official and like what they use for at the Olympic trials and Olympics. And those ones, the officials have to pull them out themselves. And so the official forgot to pull his out. And so when he flipped, he hit the wall weird because the wedge was still in there. So like that one was actually like... That's legit because the officials are... Yes. You're not even supposed to touch it. That's what it sounds yeah. like. So like mm-hmm. the official forgot to take it out. So that's the only time I've seen somebody be able to do a re-swim because he re-swam it and he got into like... This was at NCAs and he got, I think, into the A-final. So like it yeah. was crazy. But um, that's the only, the only time I've thing seen I can anything think is like that. If that wedge like was truly faulty. No. Like, tr- cause it wasn't. Because <laughs> no one else had that problem in that lane. I don't know. I have to. I'd have to dive into the books then. Why she got to re-swim? Purely because of the coach's influence. It might have been. Like you could be right. Like yeah. the official could have just crumbled under the pressure and not made the right call. Yeah. I wonder. I I, that's I, one you'd have to know all the details before I call anyone out. But it does make you. It's not fun when you have big tens and things like that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like nothing's for sure. There's just questionable questions. There some, like there's question yeah. marks in certain areas yeah and like our coaches like tried contesting it and so did the other teams who was i think i would too if i was B the final. coach i would contest it yeah. so i would be like well you like you said you got your swimmer in at 24 mm-hmm. yeah but shoot yeah. shout out to gabby because man she was so angry about that she swam so fast on the relay <laughs> like she took her anger out like well like she she made up not made up for it but like she had an awesome relay yeah mm-hmm. she, good. she split super fast so yeah. Okay. Well, that yeah. being said, though, uh, we better go to break here. We're up to our last one. This is The Deep End. I am Harrison Arns. That is special guest CeCe and host Madison. We'll be back right after this break on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com.